Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA Worldwide and camping holidays. Today we'll be delving into a topic that is growing in popularity, solo travel. Solo holidays and solo holiday bookings have been increasing year on year. From not having someone to travel with to not wanting to compromise on your holiday, the motivations for solo travel are endless. But it's still something that people have plenty of concerns about, from the dreaded single supplements to staying safe to which are the best solo friendly destinations. So today to talk through all things solo holidays, Stephen and I are joined by our own Wes, who has solo holiday to Amsterdam, Barcelona and Sitges this year. And we're also joined by Nadia Alfredowski, the freelance travel writer and the woman behind Nadia's Daily Self blog. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Delighted to have you here. Um, so maybe just to start off to uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Who may not be okay, familiar. Yeah. So, um, who don't stalk your Instagram <laughs> as much as I do. Yeah. I'm a freelance travel writer, and I, when I started out doing freelance travel writing, I was working for newspapers and magazines, and then I kind of realised I was had all these photos and extra content I wanted to share, and no platform. So that's why I started the blog, and now it's kind of gone more so into blog, social media, um, and coming on talking on podcasts, I'm on Ireland AM talking about travel, so it's kind of evolved into the full 360 package about travel, but I mean, it is my life, really. Mm, and an amazing looking life. Yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> well, this is the thing, like, it, it looks a lot more glamorous than than it is, you know, when a couple of weeks ago when I was in Colombia in a hospital trying to get this mosquito bite uh, yeah. situation sorted out. <laughs> not it's as not, glamorous. It's not always that glam, but um, I, I wouldn't really have it any other way. Amazing. And so, solo holidays, how did both of you start doing solo holidays or what was your first solo holiday? Well, mine came from because I have a lot of my friends are married now with kids Mm. and I'm the one in the group that's still single. And uh, so for me, it was a decision of do I want to go away with them at the end of the year and then go on a kids holiday or a family holiday where you're in kids resorts surrounded Mm. by kids. I mean, I like kids, but I don't (laughs) want to spend, (laughs) you know, I don't want to spend my only kind of 10 days a year vacation that I might get in a family resort. So I said, do you know, I'm just going to It really push me into looking into, Okay, Wes, just go solo, just do it. Mm. Um, And it has been amazing. I love it. Yeah, I I, I love solo travel. It's great. Life changing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it just puts you in circumstances that you you have to talk to people, you have to make an effort. Mm. Um, the only part I dread about solo travel when I go away is going out for dinner every evening. Sometimes I find that a little bit awkward, but uh, everything else I, I love. My recent trip there to Barcelona and Sitges, I made some great friends from Belfast, Denver, Philadelphia. I've already oh, wow. been to visit my the two guys in Belfast that I made friends with. Uh, stayed with them for two days. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't get that had I have gone with friends. a friend or, you know, it is great going away with That's friends true. as well. But I think solo travel does make you uh, push yourself into doing things that you may not normally do. Mm. And the first time that both of you went away solo, was it easily done? Did you find, did it take a couple of days to get into it or? 
for me, it's a little bit different because it's part of my job. Yeah. So I had been going on trips without anyone that I knew, but mm. in a group. Yeah. So it could be a press trip for work. But then the first time I did a trip completely solo was to Iceland. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a work trip as well, but there was no PR involved. There was nobody there, just me. <laughs> I didn't know a single other per- a person in the country. And um, it was an interesting one because I was visiting the most remote part of the country. Okay. So it was very alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time driving alone and going to secluded places where there was nobody around. And I was the only tourist in some towns. So it was, yeah, a real first for mm. me, but a great place to do it because it's so safe. Okay. Yeah, mm. so I, I felt safe, which kind of alleviated a lot of the problems that could arise from solo travel because of, of being worried, not because of, of actual safety. But... um. I, I loved it. And then since then, that feeling of of kind of being anonymous. Nobody knows you. You don't ha- have to speak to anyone if you don't want to. There's just all this freedom that comes yeah. with it that, yeah, it's kind of infectious. And you, ha- you can set your own schedule. Like if I want to stay in bed till 12, if I'm hungover, I don't know. You know, you've no plans to meet other people. You can just do that. You can come and go. And freedom is a good word. It's uh, You have a lot of freedom when you go on solo travel. That's what I was going to say. It's like, do you pre-plan itinerary uh, it might be different if you're going for sort of work purpose as well mm-hmm. um, but would you bother pre-planning an itinerary before you go or is it that you're now so free as you said that you can literally just do it day by day well I like that I like that freedom where mm. you can like you're saying Wes you can if you want to stay in bed later you can if you want to get up really early you don't have to worry about waking somebody up you don't have to wait for them to get ready I'm ready I'm up Maybe you're jet lagged and you're up at six and you're like, okay, I can just go out, get a coffee, walk around and mm. see where the day mm. takes me. So I do like that. And you can often, depends what kind of personality you are as well, because some people would like to have everything planned and all of their accommodation booked. But sometimes I'll just book the first couple of nights and then maybe I make friends in a, in a certain place mm. and they're traveling somewhere else. So that happened to me in Cuba. So I ended up changing my itinerary because of the people that I met okay. and traveling with them for a few days. That happens a lot in Southeast Asia as well. So yeah. I like that flexibility for sure. I'm in between. I like a bit of both. I like to have a bit of freedom, but I do like to have stuff planned, mm. but then not not down to the T of like, I must do this at this time on this day, but just to have a rough idea before of I go, where you're what going. I want to look at, what I want to do. And then, as you say, depending on who you meet, that can sometimes kind of go out the window. Yeah. So you just, but I would definitely do like I do a lot of my research before I go. Like my first solo trip, proper solo trip this year was to Amsterdam. And I just researched like about getting from the airport into the city centre. And when I get to the city centre, how would I get from there to my hotel? And yeah, so I, I would do all that kind of stuff so that I'm not having to rely too much on like asking when I get there. Mm. Yeah, I like to be, I like to plan ahead. And would you plan more if it was a longer trip than a shorter trip? And uh, I know I think it's more of it's a shorter actually. I think mm. with the I haven't done really squeeze as like, much in Barcelona and Sitges was my longest, it was eight days. Mm. Um, but I had a lot of advice from Paul who's been there before, so he yeah, gave me all the restaurants year. to go <laughs> and uh, the, the hot spots, so it was amazing. Um, so I kind of just went with it there, you know. Okay, and it's nice, nice to get recommendations from people who've been, yeah. yeah. So I would often put up on Instagram a question box and say, you know, I'm going here, I have a certain amount of time, where mm. would you recommend? Because when the time is short, you know, you don't want to be wasting time searching for restaurants and all the rest of it, you just want to know where's good and go straight there. Yeah, that's yeah. very good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Even I'm going on my first solo trip next year. Where are you going? Japan. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. I've already started. I've already started compiling my list of restaurants <laughs> and have like most of my accommodation. Bringing food back just in, just be prepared. Yeah, yeah, no, I intend on bringing 
just raiding supermarkets when I'm over there and bringing more home. <laughs> but everyone says the food yeah. is amazing. Oh yeah, it looks just, amazing. Yeah. Every every food show on Netflix, I'm going through it at the moment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I find when I have a lot of recommendations, I can. You have to be careful not to tr- miss things that you would find or just stumble just upon. Just by wandering around. You know, when you're exploring, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So you put it in your in your Google Maps, this restaurant, and then you'll just go straight there. But if you were just wandering around, sometimes you look down side streets and you see different mm. things. Um, so I, I like to try and do a bit, a little mix of both. Yeah. yeah I think definitely. something you said, Nadia, about um, Southeast Asia, South America, mm-hmm. that's a very different type of... that. Is, I think that really is a place that you can go and meet up with groups. Mm. I've done many, many years ago, and I was traveling as a couple of times, but I could see there was a lot of people traveling as singles in South Africa, uh, Thailand, and Australia. And it was very much that sort of thing where you hook up with, with groups, mostly, as I was a couple of times, but it was it was um, with singles, and you travel on together. So you get talking to them, you're meant to leave maybe in two days' time, but they're leaving the next day, so you travel with them. Yeah. And there's a, mm. there's a lot of that, and that's brilliant. Cause that's, that's a good way of, you're traveling in a group, um, but then after that, the singles were traveling, you know, individually. And some of them might skew it off early. And then the next town, you meet up with them again. So that that's where yeah. I don't think that would happen as much in, you know, your Spain or Portugal. No, yeah, and your weekend break. Like three days to Barcelona or, you know, yeah, true. Mm. When Nadia, when you go away, do you prefer to stay in a hotel when you're going on solo travel or do you do Airbnb? I do really a mixture. It depends where I am as well. Okay. So like, the, yeah, the location will really kind of decide that. But I do like to have a different variety of accommodation just because I'm really interested in all the types of accommodation yeah. it's always research for me but for example when I was in New Zealand alone this year so I did six weeks which was the longest trip I've done alone and maybe too long was it? <laughs> yeah like it, a lot of the places I went to were very remote again so okay. there weren't a lot of people mm. so um I was staying in beautiful luxury lodges, but there was literally nobody else. So then when I com- came back into a city, I might stay in a hostel because I know for sure I'll meet people. Mm. I can, you, you talk to people when you're in yeah. the kitchen or wherever you are, you, there's always somebody around. Um, so I, I like a good mix. Like, for example, I stayed in a, this this cottage on a farm and it was absolutely stunning, very expensive luxury place. But then the next day I stayed in a an old prison in Christchurch. Oh my God. And I actually felt more secure <laughs> in the prison. <laughs> like I had this single room, it was just one bed, because you, you don't have to share a dorm room in, in a hostel. Mm. People are often, you know, put off by that. Mm. But I mean, I, I used to, but now I'm like, I want more of my comforts. So I had a single room, um, but I just felt like there's people here outside and there's security and I just felt like secure. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I like to do a mixture of both. I, I tend not to really stay in Airbnbs alone. I I kind of keep that for maybe a group trip where you need more space or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, I love I love having the hotel room to yourself where you can just flake yeah. out. Fl- yeah, spread out <laughs> in the bed and have a bath whenever you want and room the, service. The hotels are great because then, like when you go down to the hotel bar, you've got people by the pool. Like that's where yeah. I found I was got speaking to most people when I was in Sitges was by the pool. And it was great. I haven't, I, my next solo trip, I'm going to try a hostel. I've never stayed in a hostel. I am a, a you've hostel. Nev- you've never stayed? No. Like full stop? No, I've oh, never wow. done hostel. I always go for the hotel. Well, I work and travel, so we normally get good deals <laughs> on the <laughs> hotel. So I always opt for the hotel. But I, I think the next, because I think you're right. Mm. I think it's good. I mm. think I'll love it because mm. I, I like to talk, uh, as these guys know. <laughs> and um, I think in a hostel, it'd be great because, as you say, you talk to them everywhere, the kitchen. Yeah. So I, I, mm. I'm definitely on my next solo trip. I'm going to opt for the hostel. <laughs> And they always have events, so they'll have like a notice board where they'll do a bar crawl that night or oh, there'll be a okay, quiz cool. or there'll be, there's always something on. And 
it's not always young backpackers. You know, I'm 33 next month and I always meet people that are my age. So, um, yeah, people think that because it's a hostel and it's cheaper that it's just only young young people, young people partying. But it's, it's really not. It does depend kind of what country you're in, I think. But it is an amazing place to meet people. Yeah. Hostel for the next one. <laughs> yeah. Get some hostels loaded into the I system. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, even when I when I was in Turin, when I was the younger hostel demographic, like there was a guy in one of our hostels in Prague who ran the pub crawls. So the other nights then we'd just go to like a local pub with him. He'd pick a different pub in the locality every night and the three of us would just go along with him and chat to locals and try Amazing. some local shots yeah it was it's great. a great way to meet people isn't it's it brilliant. and you know when you're talking about going out at night like for dinner or for drinks alone even if you're not staying in a hostel you can just look up where it has bar crawls in the city that you're in so mm. i did it in Reykjavik, which wasn't part of my work trip i wanted to stay an extra few days so i just googled bar crawls in Reykjavik and um met at this cocktail bar and there were some groups some couples and then some people alone and you just have Amazing, a ready-made yeah. group of friends yeah. and a, a local guide as well. Yeah. And then you might meet them again on another night or whatever it might be. But yeah, going to a bar or a club alone is a bit intimidating. Oh, it's, I mean, I've, I've kind of gotten over it now at this stage. <laughs> but the first few times, you, you know, you're standing at the bar and you're having the beer and you're like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, if, you, if you sit at the bar you can always talk to the, yeah, yeah. usually bar men and like they're, they're great crack to talk to I have to say Amsterdam was great because I, I met every night I went out I met a, like a group of students almost and I ended up staying with them all night and like literally having the best night I'm, I have a twin sister and she's not as adventurous and I, like she's like texting me every hour on the hour like Wesley just text me make sure you get home back to your, <laughs> to your hotel okay I'm like yeah okay I'm, like, I'm 35 I, I'm okay but she worries but it, it's brilliant yeah the thing that's the thing you do meet people but sometimes you don't some people are going away to get away from people as well mm. so you of can, course yeah you know you can, you can do that as well but if you're worried about just being alone no it's very easy it's very easy to meet people and if you are if you do want the quieter time away I had someone message me the other day saying that they were doing their first solo trip mm. and they were a bit worried and I said just bring a book if you're you know for a dinner time just have a book there and she was thinking said I didn't even think of, of doing that but sometimes you would might feel awkward what do you Something do with so your hands yeah. like are you going to be on your phone but I said just bring a, like I've seen people alone at dinner all the time or, or sit at the bar and I've realised now as well is that like as you say when you go to the nobody knows me I'm there like nobody knows me so you know I actually when I go away I try not to bring my phone out with me when I go to oh, dinner because I find I found the first couple of times my head was in the phone the whole time because I felt like oh are people looking at me so I literally and then I was like oh like, Wesley you have to stop that so I, I try now when I go out for dinner I'll just leave it at home or turn it off turn it on airplane mode okay. so I'm like having to like look up and like, look around take Interact. it all in because sometimes when you're on the phone you just miss it all yeah, and no, you realise that's really really a good nobody idea cares. No, nobody yeah. cares for the for first like 10 seconds you think oh people are but like nobody cares <laughs> like it's it's all in your own yeah. head they're worried about themselves yeah of course even to go for some practice runs in Dublin if you're going on a solo holiday just mm. go out for dinner by yourself go to cinema by yourself go to a gig yeah. by yourself I feel yeah. like I'd be more worried <laughs> at home you're probably yeah, it's no <laughs> yeah because you have this anonymity when you're away so you're <laughs> like oh, I'm never going to see these people again yeah. Where if I was at home I'd see somebody I know and they'd be like do you want to come and join me I'm like no <laughs> I, no I'm that's doing not this the, that's not the plan yeah. <laughs> And then with the invention of the selfies, I mean, you don't really need anyone to take pictures. This is it. Exactly. (laughs) You're good at them, Wes. The master. To try. And then what about, um, like, people would have safety concerns, especially, 
I know my brother went to India for the guts of nine months traveling by himself. Wow. Yeah, and I said it to one of my friends, they're like, oh, I wouldn't do that as a woman now because it would just be too dangerous. Um, but what about like safety concerns when you're solo? I think it depends on where you're going. Mm. I mean, I know it maybe it's slightly different from male versus female. I don't know. But like when my like when I went to Amsterdam, Barcelona, I mean, I felt completely safe, comfortable. Mm. It's actually a lot more pr- uh, police presence in the cities in the center of Amsterdam, Barcelona than there is here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? In Dublin. So I've I've always felt really safe. But again, when I go away on a solo travel, I do like to have a few drinks, but I wouldn't I wouldn't get You'd as be drunk as of how I much would have. Uh, if I was with a group of friends because mm. I always know that I have to get back home I'm by myself. So mm. I'm, uh, that that's always in the back of my mind to be like, okay, Wesley, just make sure you don't get too don't have too many drinks because mm. you always don't want to be mm. in that position of you know you always have to be you know because you're on your Wary. own essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's mm. a good point because when you're in a group of friends, you often let your guard down. Yeah. Mm. So you might actually be less safe because yeah. you think, oh, I know these people yeah, and everything's yeah, that's fine. True, yeah. Whereas when you're on your own, you you are kind of being a bit more conscious. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's the thing with a lot of places. I mean, that's most of the places that we go on a holiday are reasonably safe. Yeah. It's just being kind of aware of your surroundings and that kind of thing. So yeah, it depends on where you go. So I knew going to Iceland really safe country Cuba really safe for tourists there are places that I wouldn't probably go alone I wouldn't mm. do a solo trip in India yeah. for example mm. as a female so I think it probably is a bit different um, but yeah it's just kind of making wise decisions yeah. I just came back from Colombia but I went alone as part of a group trip so that's an option as well mm. if you're if you're worried about your safety but it's doing things that you just wouldn't do at home oh. you know you would, would you go walking late at night in an area you don't know in and Ireland? It's, it's, no, it's common sense as well. You exactly. know, like I've been in situations like where if it doesn't feel right, then it generally isn't. isn't. You, know, you have like, to trust your gut. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. But it's always just to have, you always have to have in the back of your mind when you solo travel, just to be, just to be wary. Because mm. you know? in Sitges, apparently, it's very bad for, you know, people getting mugged and losing their phones and things like that. So that was oh, always really? constantly in the back of my head is mm. you know now I was only about a, a seven minute walk back to the hotel but at 2am in the morning you know you see so you just always have to be careful uh, in Amsterdam you have to be careful with the cabs because a lot of them are illegal mm. so you have to be careful and like just make sure you're getting a, a cab that's because like Fire my flight. first night I made that mistake I paid 27 euros for like a 12 euro trip Mm. And then, of course, you're in the cab. You can't fight with them. You can't. So, I, mm. you know, you, I just paid it. But just little things like that. You just have to be careful, you know. And if you are staying a little bit further out, how are you going to get home if you're staying out clubbing? Like, yeah, you know, have a plan out. Yeah, I would say yeah, always mm. just to be sure. Yeah. Or else book somewhere. Like you said, that's walking distance. So, yeah. you know, mm. you don't need to yeah. um, get transport on your own. Use in most European cities now you can use what do we call it now free, free now, now. <laughs> it's different every time but I would go with that over Uber because they are registered you know mm. yeah. um, or get the hotel to book something for you yeah. so just trying to choose the wise option but um, I think I've been I've been lucky you know I've never had any issues with safety traveling alone just my, my phone stolen once on a group trip somewhere <laughs> Ibiza but, but yeah never never alone I probably am more aware aware of yourself mm-hmm. when you're yeah. alone mm. Interesting. And um, what about then cost? Because obviously cost is a big thing with solo trips. Yeah, I mean, my Amsterdam actually didn't cost me too much because I stayed in I actually stayed in an Airbnb Mm. on that one. Um, And that's because a friend of mine had recommended this Airbnb Airbnb that 
that she had stayed with mm. uh, and the couple actually lived in the house so it was their room essentially so it was actually really nice mm. it was great uh, but my trip to Barcelona and Sitges did cost it did cost me a lot um, and I do think that's I don't know if that's because I was on my own but it, it was uh, when Price I looked into doing it to sharing a room it was definitely coming in cheaper mm. um, but uh, you know, then again, I'm 35 and like if I go away with a friend, most times I will get my own room anyway because I, you, you mean you're, you're having to yeah, share. Yeah, you want them. your space. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. you know, yeah, I think you have, as you get older, your priorities change. So. Mm. See, the, the, way, the way hotels work, most of the time the hotels are going to charge per room per night. So as a rule, it doesn't really matter whether there's one, two or three in that room that the hotel would charge the same. So that's why it's it's generally cheaper. If you if you look at a price of say two hundred quid for a room for a night, well if there's one person going in it's costing you two hundred quid. Yeah. If there's two you're going it's a hundred quid each. each. So as a rule that's how it works. The odd time, the very odd time we may get offers in from, from hotels that'll say, you know, off peak in October, there's no single supplement in mm. the, in this room. Um but that can't be be relied upon we can't guarantee it's going to happen or when it's going to happen or if it's going to happen so that's why as a rule the solar travel can cost more that bit more because the, the hotel rooms as a rule are per, per, per room per night yeah. that that's why most of the oh. time yeah even on uh, trips with my parents i obviously want my own room mm. <laughs> so then sometimes i have to pay the single supplement sometimes like it's just not worth it yeah to go because it's just an extra 500 600 quid on top of 700 euros well, exactly you're, you're, you're paying for a room on your own mm. whereas they're, they're shared in a room so that's that's why it can happen yeah at least you don't have that problem with hostels well yeah <laughs> that's true yeah yeah I'm excited actually now to, use, to, to go to a hostel there's a brand called Generator who they have like a mixed variety of accommodation in one building so they have hotel rooms and dorm rooms so but, but then still all the the like amenities as well so you can have common areas and stuff like that so it's great when there's a group where people have different budgets you know so you could Mm. you can go get your sharing room someone else can get their private um, room room, yeah so so they're yeah they seem to be in most european cities um but yeah i suppose the single supplement is the biggest cost for for yeah solo travel so you can also try airbnb just to get a room in a shared accommodation hostels um and then, like you say, sometimes that you do get, yeah. especially in in big cities. I find we'll have sing, like a single room, um, or a lot of new hotels in cities are doing different size rooms. Like for example, there's one in, I was just in Belfast this weekend, and the Bullet Hotel, really trendy hotel, has a, a room rate called Dinky, and you're like, okay. if they're calling it Dinky, it must be absolutely <laughs> tiny. But like that, that would be a more cost a effective room. option, you know, if you're not going to stay. But, that, but that's it as well. Look, and after the hotels that we have loaded on, on our website, they w- there will be single rooms. Yeah. The rooms that generally are the more expensive are the double for single use. So that that's where, you know, if there are single rooms, which they'll only have a couple, yes. because from a hotel's point of view, they're not going to make that much money out of out of a single room. So they'll only have a couple of them. Most of the rooms in hotels will be, you know, will hold two, three, and maybe four people. Mm. So so that's why the single rooms could be gone early, mm-hmm. and that would be cheaper than a double for single use. Yeah. So in other words, what the hotel is saying is, we can put two people into this room, and if we're going to sell it to you, 
well, we want to get the same money off you that we would for the two people. And that that's where the difference comes in. But you're right, there yeah. are hotels. Most hotels will have a single room of some sort and be great if they all call the dinky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so good. you might just have to be more flexible with your dates and see yeah. when those single rooms are available. Exactly. When the roughs are on, obviously not travelling during the school holidays. And stuff or, like book, or book in advance. Uh, book in book advance. early. And I'd say yeah. even yeah. if it's newer hotels as well, they'd be more aware of single travellers. I think so. So even yeah. last year when I was on the Norwegian Bliss cruise ship, they had a whole area in the ship just for solo travellers. So they had a whole collection of uh, single cabins clustered together and then they had like a whole common area just for the single travellers. Oh, and it had like couches and TVs and a little bar and coffee making facilities just so solo travellers could like mingle together and the rooms were, I'd say, about smaller than the size of the studio they were in. But uh, yeah, just more aware of the single travellers. So Very I'd cool. say... As time goes on, and new hotels crop up, yeah, every more and more. Is actually, a great option for someone who is thinking about traveling alone for the first time and is worried about it. Because mm. I just did a cruise recently um, with celebrity mm. in uh, the Med, so I, I hadn't really thought about that as an option for a solo trip before I went. And then while I was there, I was thinking this is actually perfect. Yeah. All of the logistics are, are worked out for you so you don't have to think about getting around and then the safety aspect of it you feel so secure and then even eating and drinking out it's not such an event where people go out for dinner in a big group people kind of just eat whenever they're hungry because there's food 24 7 on a cruise people often even if they're there with their partner or group of friends Mm. will eat alone they'll just go up to the bar and order something or go to the buffet or sit at the bar and speak to the staff are so friendly on on cruise liners so I think it's it could be unless you are getting that single supplement Mm. like you did on Norwegian it could be pricey but it's a great safe option option. I loved every minute of it Mm. yeah I really recommend a cruise alone and then you get talking to people at the pool the bar everywhere mm-hmm. and so what would be your kind of bucket list or next go to destination for a solo holiday Ooh. I <laughs> want to do I want to do uh, America I'd love to do Chicago San Francisco kind uh, of all down the coast I'd love to do that everywhere yeah yeah <laughs> I'd love to do that on my own um, Very nice. so yeah but that's in a couple of years planning Oh, planning and, and processing. Save, save, save. And when do you nice. drive? Do you road trip? No, or? I don't drive. That's okay. the only thing, yeah. So I don't the know train, how I'm going to yeah. I know my friends did from, I think they went from Toronto across the middle of, down and across the middle of America and then down the coast, down the west coast. Yeah, and I'd All love. Train. I'd love to do a cruise on my own actually mm-hmm. as well. I work, I used to work on cruise ships. Oh. I worked on Princess as mm-hmm. a dancer. Uh, so I'd love to go back uh, on as a passenger. Mm. Uh, but I think they're a great it. way to start your solo travel because mm. you have uh, literally everything on board. Mm. You know, and you can even in the dining room in the main night, uh, you can just you can choose to either dine on your own or to dine with a group. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So you're you know, that's an easy way for you to kind of make friends with people mm. and stuff. So, yeah, that's on my that's on my list as well. I'd love to do something like that around the Caribbean. Very nice. Um, and yeah. what about you, Nadia? Um, well, the top of my bucket list is Antarctica, but I don't know if I'm there alone. <laughs> I don't think that's a place that you can really go. And well, you'd definitely be joining a group or going on a mm. cruise. A cruise, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. But oh, I don't know. I'd love to go. I went to Fiji while I was in <gasps> New Zealand, and that's I amazing. yeah, I, I just <laughs> loved it, and I would love to go back. And I was alone, and I ended up meeting people and traveling with them, mm. and people. Like we were all changing our plans to go together. Um, and it's a great place to actually do. I thought that it would only be luxury resorts where you 
they have to, you know, book all inclusive and their big rooms and it would be really expensive. Mm. But there was actually dormitory style accommodation in most of the islands that I went to. And no they reason. would be either a little beach hut with only four people or it could be a bigger dorm on a bigger island. But it was kind of attracting thir- like early 30s backpackers or even just mm. people on a on a holiday for a couple of weeks so I'd love to go back to that part of the world I'd love to go the to South Haiti. Pacific is amazing yeah. I've been to like Fiji Bora Bora Rarotonga Samoa Pago. oh wow yeah it's amazing over wow. there. yeah I want to get to all of those <laughs> yeah. actually some of the best beaches in the world much more so than the Caribbean like yeah. just beautiful crystal blue waters the fish are like swimming it. oh it's beautiful wow. it's, yeah, it's South Pacific is amazing it's, French yeah. Polynesia I've never seen coral like it yeah, like in Fiji it's beautiful but it's kind of yeah. ruined it now for everywhere else I, I go I, <laughs> I go on snorkeling trips and I'm like mm, it's like, yeah. okay yeah, it's, it's mediocre yeah, yeah. It's but amazing. there it was unbelievable yeah but Tahiti and Bora Bora and all of those that you said, yeah. mentioned would be high up on my list. They're far, they're far away. They are. But yeah. now you can actually fly. If you do Cathay Pacific via Hong Kong, you can go straight to Fiji then after that. So like it's getting much easier mm. and cheaper, I think, to, yeah, to travel to these far flung places. Yeah. I went to these Amazing. places on a cruise ship, so I didn't pay for them. So it was great. Oh, <laughs> nice. Part oh, of work. That's yeah, work. Work. Yeah, there you go. work. Work. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely an easy way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, d- I would I also love sailing, so I'd love to join any kind of sailing trip and 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 with those trips you can kind of book maybe just a cabin by yourself and stuff because they're smaller boats. Mm. Um, so yeah, sailing around South Pacific or I've done a lot of sailing in Caribbean, but I just keep going back. I I love it. <laughs> any yeah. bit of sailing, yeah. yeah. Any bit but of sand. A lot of the places that I want to go to, I don't know if I d- like if I really would go completely alone, like in. In Africa, I've only been to South Africa and North Africa, but I'd like to do like the main continent. Mm. So loads of countries in Africa that I'd like to go to. Um, so that I probably would join a group. But then everywhere else, I feel you do by totally yourself. fine yeah. to, to go alone. Yeah, I'd like to see more of Canada. I just want to go everywhere. Really. <laughs> <laughs> travel is amazing. Yeah, and the more the more you travel, the more you want to do. And when you meet people you hear all the places that they've been and, and that inspires you even more exactly your list yeah. gets longer rather mm. than shorter so <laughs> the bucket list isn't getting ticked off at all just getting added to it's just getting added to and yeah. and then you go back to places that you've been and see different parts of it yeah. or like you said when you meet people while you're traveling you go and visit them yeah. which is really one of my favorite parts yeah. of it. and they're usually people who love travel too so you might meet them somewhere else in the world yeah. not necessarily where they're from or where you're oh, from yeah, yeah. or you can visit each other and then it's yeah, great because yeah. you have free accommodation well the <laughs> couple I met in Sitges they've invited me back to their wedding next year oh, in wow. Sitges it's over there is that yeah. oh really it's, yeah yeah it's from, from Colorado very nice it just so. feels like a commun- community yeah, event, doesn't yeah, it and the world feels much smaller once you start I think if it. anybody is thinking listening to this of doing a solo trip just do it yeah just do it I think it will be one of the most rewarding experiences you'll ever do mm. and it, it pushes you so far out of your comfort zone uh, like even even like someone like me who works in sales I, I talk to people every day I did struggle on my first solo trip you know but it, it pushes you it makes you do things that you wouldn't normally do um, and ex- have experiences that are just, I mean, I, I love it. I think everyone should do it. Probably makes you do things that you think you won't be comfortable with, but actually you find you are perfectly comfortable with. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree. It totally does. And often when I'm away, I'll try and, and book activities that, say, if I'm traveling with someone, maybe they wouldn't want to do. So I'll go on a surfing lesson or whatever, a hike or something. And also, you have an instant companion with the guide or instructor. Okay. So mm. there's somebody with you. Yeah. That's um, a good point. Yeah, so I will try and book on to activities like that. Mm. You just get a chance to be totally selfish. 
<laughs> that's it is that's it isn't it you just can do whatever you want you have to answer to anyone and that's sometimes when you go away with big groups it's great you have the crack and stuff mm. but like for me like I hate it like if we say we have to be in the reception at like five o'clock because we're going for drinks in there and then people are still upstairs getting ready at half five mm. quarter to six I'm like no it drives me mad it's so it drives me mad so with having that freedom then of just doing what you want yeah, you know it is nice, and not having to say, "Oh, sorry, we can't do that because someone else just wants to do it." Yeah, and the conversation every night of where we go for dinner, what do you fancy, what time, mm. and this just goes round and round in circles. You don't ever have to have that conversation yeah. when you're you on your own. You spend longer organising the night than actually having the yeah. night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, don't get me wrong; those trips are great, but you know, so are so is the soul. It's nice to have your little selfish trip. Yeah. Exactly, there's <laughs> pros and cons about. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Brilliant, great. That's. A great amount about solo travel. I think anyone listening will definitely be tempted to go on their own solo trip. Definitely. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Nadia, Wes and Stephen. And as always, thank you for listening. We hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations and topics we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and our previous ones, please subscribe, rate it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share it and spread the word. Next week, we'll be learning all about one of our most popular properties in Gran Canaria, the Radisson Blue in Mogan. So until then, goodbye.